In each episode of the Rebel Educator podcast, you'll hear discussions with world-class educators, students, and thought leaders in education as I extract the tactics, tools, and routines that you can use as teachers and parents. I'm Tanya Sheckley, founder of Up Academy and host of Rebel Educator. I invite you to join me for these conversations as I discover how to shift the classroom, the learning environment, the mindset, and the pedagogy to resist tradition, reignite wonder, and reimagine the future of education. Subscribe to Rebel Educator wherever you get your podcasts. On today's episode, the guys talk with Matt Dozier of the East Initiative. It's going to be a great time. Always have a wonderful time with Matt. Stick around. It's time for the EduTech Guys. You're listening to the EduTech Guys. EduTechGuys.com. Hello and welcome to this episode of EduTech Guys. I'm David Henderson. Hey, I'm Jeff Madlock. Yeah, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for tuning in, turning on, downloading, grabbing the stuff, all that kind of good stuff. Just pull your truck right up to the exit. We're there. Going to load it up, all right? <laughs> yeah, well, welcome right. to Lowe's. We're going to give you your lumber and everything else and all the good ed techness. But okay. hey, don't forget to check us out on the web, www.edutechguys.com. You can also find us on all the social medias. Just go to Google or your favorite uh, web search engine, and type in EduTech Guys. We're going to be there looking right back at you with these two shining, beautiful faces. Beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. And that's with our, yo, it's beautiful. Yeah, Welcome it's beautiful to, over here. Rocky hit me three times. I don't know what happened. My yo, face is still swollen. That's right. <laughs> it's in the eye of the beholder. Yeah, hey, great show today. We're going to have uh, Matt Dozier with East. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we've been stimming it up here a lot lately and, you know, and talking about projects with kids and STEM and all that good stuff. And and we're talking to the, one of the OGs of it. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, East is one of the OGs. They've been around doing this for 26 years. Yeah, it's so crazy. I can remember uh, when I first started in uh, education technology, I had not been in the the business, if you will, for very long. Uh, and one of the local school districts, uh, they just got an East Lab. And in those days, they were doing the uh, silicon graphics, like, you know, mega computers that, that Hollywood was using yeah. to do animation. Yeah. And here were these kids in high school who had access to this super high-end, very cool software. And they were making their own animations and movies. And it was so cool. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? crazy. And, and look where it's gone to now. You know, well, you'll hear more about it during the interview. We don't, we don't want to give away any of the good stuff. So stick around to hear that kind of thing. Hey, listen, we're going to be at some conferences coming up. So check your local conference schedule, your national conference schedule. We're doing some national conferences after the first of the year. Um, some local ones here in Arkansas, Arkansas Conference of Technology will be mm-hmm. there, uh, cur- uh, courtesy of uh, White River Services. Give yeah. them a shout out. We're going to be at their booth talking with uh, education leaders and tech leaders and that kind of good stuff. So make sure you keep up with that. Um, i tell you what, we'll take a quick break. And when we come back, Matt Dozier with the East Initiative right after this. This episode of the EduTech Guys is brought to you by the EAST Initiative. EAST provides all learners the opportunity to have relevant, individualized, life-changing educational experiences. With student-led projects such as 360-degree virtual tours of Johnny Cash's boyhood home, Amazon Rainforest VR experiences, and more, the EAST Initiative's open-ended approach means local communities are strengthened through service and technology. Find out more by visiting eastinitiative.org today. 
Hey, welcome back to the EduTech Guys. We're real excited to have our next guest on the show, and he's a, a an old friend. No, he's not old, but he's just a friend that has been around. Anyway, you, we're going to let you. He's tell very us, old. He's got, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to let you let him tell us who he is and what he does and all that kind of good stuff. So here we go. Man, is it good to see you guys again. I'm Matt Dozier, and I'm the president and chief executive of the East Initiative, the coolest thing in education anywhere, but we're especially proud that it's the coolest thing in education in Arkansas. Definitely. Absolutely. It's funny. uh, Right before we started this, I was talking to Jeff, and I said, uh, you know, uh, way back, way back, uh, when I first started in education technology, uh, I Cam, uh, Camden, I'm just going to go ahead and say it, but Camden Fairview had just put in an East program and they had the uh, silicon graphics machines that you guys were putting in in that time. And man, the stuff they were doing with that. I mean, it would blow away people today, let alone back in, you know, 1900 something. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> so, one of those red birds just this weekend uh, went down to, I believe, Tallahassee is where they do that, but to Florida State University to pick up the Grads Done Good Award, which was really fun because uh, across the country at the end zone at uh, Donald W. Reynolds Razorback uh, Stadium, as the only positive thing happening in the stadium, <laughs> a young lady from Monticello named Rhea Clay was picking up the outstanding young alumni and both of them are Easties who got their start in schools in South Arkansas doing things. Tevin is now one of the lead meteorologists for KBOS in Boston. Wow. And Raya has gone back to, I believe, Fox for sports because the last time we were actually spending any time together, she was doing production and I was trying to take her to a breakout session at our conference. She said, hold on, Michael Strahan's calling. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. So you're just going to have to wait. <laughs> yep. Yep. That Kids does are cool. That. <laughs> so what else is going on in your neck of the woods for you and the East Initiative? Give us some good stuff. Well, okay. Um, this year we are, I guess the, the, the quick numbers, we're a network of about 257 schools, uh, 21,300 students currently participating. Our alumni number has moved up to about 235. Mm-hmm. That's a swag estimate because you go back far enough and the numbers get kind of fuzzy. Um, we've got programs in four states and those students are busy using incredibly sophisticated technologies to do solid, cool, and wonderful things that just the most conservative estimate is a half million dollars they're bringing into their communities in service in real tangible value. Um, We have really beefed up our capacity to provide training to those students. So in addition to significant face-to-face training opportunities, we did mapping with drones two days ago here. Um, We also have a huge online component. Here's what's really exciting. You could be getting training from uh, a professional animator. You could be getting training from an astronaut from NASA, or you could be getting training from a group of kids in Oklahoma who are in pursuit of their um, certifications and what have you in uh, the great state of Oklahoma at their East program, providing training to their peers through our network because East kids take care of East kids. Um, 
last year we trained over 7,000 unique students. Mm, wow. Uh, that was exciting. We've got all of our programs uh, installed for this year. We have, uh, we added the HoloLens back into our config. So kids are using uh, that mixed reality system, mm -hmm. um, mostly because I think that the rest of the VR stuff, I don't know, it's still stuck in the gaming, not so much developing. And uh, it's a lot easier for old guys like me to run into walls when I'm wearing them. <laughs> so when, the, when you've got the ones that you can see through, and you can see real and digital and all the things. It's really exciting and powerful. Well, I think it's going to be very interesting to see what the students come up with using those technologies, as you had mentioned, you know, for the communities. But a lot of times what happens in the EAST program is the students come together to solve a problem for one of their fellow students. Yes. Yeah. We've noticed you know, that. You know, we, we've seen things like 3D printed, you know, hands and fingers and, you know, Absolutely. Uh, different things for their legs. And, I mean, it's it's crazy the prosthetics that these students come up with because they have a fellow student who is in need. That's right. Well, and take a step beyond because this is something that we're starting to begin to wrap our arms around a little bit more. So go back a few months and I got a random email from somebody who wanted to tell me how cool Easter was. Well, that's a good day. Mm -hmm. Well, this somebody was the mayor of Keogh, Arkansas. Oh, wow. And she wanted to tell me how good East was because the students in nearby England had become the de facto R&D, the de facto give it a try, the de facto get in, dig in, and figure out how to do it. And if you think about small town, mm -hmm. you know, not, not, not the metropolis of hope, but really small towns, they don't, they're not going to qualify for some of these big state or federal grants. They may qualify for the funding, but the funding is going to be so small because their populations are small. But if the students are working on um, those infrastructure issues, water, roads, signage, they're paving the way for helping these communities stay vital. Mm -hmm. And the mayor loved them and was like, I need to tell you and you need to tell every mayor. So we agreed we're both going to tell all the mayors. But what happens to those students when they start to make decisions about what to do next. They've already got the portfolio. They've already got the experience. They've already got the know-how. They can stare down somebody and go, hold on. That's not going to work the way you think it is. Because when we did this for the for the water system, I'm like, what'd you do for the water system? You're 18 years old. Oh, we designed it far enough along that when the real engineers came in, it took them a third the time. <laughs> Solved an age-old problem. I, I have to tell you a story about the Metropolis of Hope. So uh, East alumni, former student who's now in his mid-30s and is the director of housing, uh, public housing here, as, uh, had reached out to me like, hey, we're still good friends, great kid, great East student. And uh, in fact, he was the student that put in the first lab, the very first, he was a junior. and um, But now he runs housing and he's looking to promote um, the rebuilding. He's remodeling all the housing to be, you know, modern. And so I was like, hey, you should get the East kids. He's like, you know, that's a good idea. So 
there it is. It just pays it forward every time. So they're going to come in and redesign apartments and look at how they can make sure it's it's available for the handicapped and all the citizens of hope. And, you know, that just gets them in the door with HUD and everyone else. That's just a wonderful community service. So there's one more alumni. Well, your students at Yerger, yeah. they have re-embraced the museum because there's quite a story to be told there. Yep. But they're looking at it not just as a let's clean up and 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 dust up. They're looking at digitize, publicize. Your students at HAPS have taken on the uh, entire second floor of the Clips Museum to do yeah. STEAM yeah. and to provide both materials and training to students that come through there. Yeah. And that's happening in every one of the towns that East Initiative is either in their school there or close by. You're right. Those small towns are really benefiting from it because they do not have the resources that the East programs do. That's just super cool, man. The other side of the coin works just as well in the big cities or in the bigger towns where they do have resources. Mm -hmm. What they really need are people on the ground that understand. Mm -hmm. And that's why we stress so much the idea of community service because a community can be defined in a lot of different ways and i can tell you right now there are advantages there are um special super cool things about mid-sized small tiny and huge places Mm -hmm. because all my daughter lives on 33rd avenue in manhattan there are 7,000 communities there. If you don't believe me, just pull out the thing and ask somebody how to get to what, what and so. Because they'll be, oh, you go down to LES and then you turn and you're like, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's, what, one of the things that I really like about um, the fact that you have these different programs in place at all of these different sized communities and these different community makeups. Um, and then uh, at least once a year, you get all of the students together. They get to showcase what they've been working on. And so you get schools who who may not have thought of doing a particular project, you know, it never even entered their mind. And they see another, uh, you know, a group of students who, who implemented a project, whether it was at a big you know, in a big city or a small town and they figure out how to scale that accordingly and go, wait a minute, we could help with this. Or, man, we didn't even think about approaching like, for example, like the water project, or as many times as we have heard, you know, different East programs, helping the cities work through traffic flow and, you know, helping them reorganize what traffic lights look like and or eliminating particular traffic lights or adding traffic lights because of traffic flow. And yes, you know, a lot of times cities have people who are, you know, quote, paid to do that. But when you've got a group of students who are looking at it from really a whole different perspective, you know, they're looking from the student perspective and, and from, uh, I don't mean this derogatory at all, but from younger eyes perspective than some of us that are, you know, we call them fresh you know we're, we're a little more seasoned and, and sometimes, unfortunately, what comes with experience is, uh, sometimes you get, kind of boxed into your own experience. And so having these students from all these different walks of life come in and be able to share their experiences and then have other students take those experiences and potentially implement them for their towns is just, to me, that's one of the biggest bonuses of having East programs 
at the campuses. Mm, I agree. So, so one of our middle schools a few years ago at conference was showing off a, a, a coated like um, raspberry pie, strawberry, whatever, one of those little bitty microcontrollers that he had put together for a, a walking cane that would sense when you were close to stationary objects. And it was pretty cool. But when the kids from the school for the blind and visually impaired got their hands on it and said, let us talk to you. He's like, okay, because guess what? Yeah. That's right where they live. They can help him understand. And how many engineers, how many marketers, how many people think that they know what it is they tried to do, but they've never, I guess the cliche, walked a mile in their shoes. Exactly. Yeah. Our kids at, at Cossatot in Polk County, they got on it because the intersections by the school mm. and just all the different things. Who Who's actually in charge of doing that? Who who who, uh, ha, or who has to do the reports? How much does it cost to do all the things? Everybody was willing to just kind of look the other ways, but the kids weren't. And so they got on it. They did the documentation. They did the photography. They did the planning. They did the everything else. And RDOT did a review of that area and the 7159 Highway 246 County Road 17 intersection. So, you know, it's it's where it is. Mm -hmm. They decided, hey, this could be dangerous. To which the kids went, uh-huh. And they are making changes as we speak. It's not just look at what I did. It's not just I, I went out and did a project. It's I'm saving life, limb, and property. Yeah. And I'm making it a little bit easier to go to school. Yeah. Yes. Proof of concept yes. as it's happening. Yes. Yep. Yep. And I now know a whole bunch about the guys that work for the Department of Transportation because it turns out they're just people too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so we didn't think that. No. Especially once just observing. <laughs> Supervising. So I have to ask this, and uh, I'll I'll try to get to it quick. So um, kind of changing. So I know you guys meet a lot, and you talk about okay, where are we going? Where, where, what's next for the East Initiative? What are what are we doing next? But do you really have to do that, or do you guys just go to conference and take notes and learn exactly and, and plan your next year because of everything that shows up with all the schools that show up and give you all the ideas you need? Well, don't give away all our secrets. I mean, it, it is no secret that when it comes to um, especially technology and sometimes types of projects or people to reach out to, mm -hmm. absolutely. There's no sense in having 40,000 people, 240,000 people connected to this and, and tell them you know better because you don't. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't know if you guys know, but I used, I used to be a school teacher in, in speech and English. So I don't know anything about these computers. And I'm, I've managed to keep it that way for a very long time. But, you know, you follow where they lead. Um, what we look to do is see, is it the flash in the pan? Mm -hmm. Is it cooked or not? Mm -hmm. um, we introduced VR in our classrooms in, I think, 2002. Mm -hmm. It's all getting the Wayback Machine. It wasn't anything like what you've got now. Mm -hmm. um, because, basically, it was like the funky sunglass overview with a, a a glove and it all plugged into the machine and yeah. but they could do manipulation of images and now you can create an entire universe there right mm -hmm. 
but even then we were not very we weren't excited because the opportunity to learn how to use that tool beyond it, it was still it was it was still heavily in the you passively experience or you're playing a game or I mean there's some there's some really cool stuff it'll blow your mind but it's still not at the I can develop things easily mm-hmm. and so we pulled back and now with with the with the where this new direction that a tool that's been around for a while is going we thought that that was a good idea mm-hmm. um we've done the same with um architectural digital um especially when you're looking at, at tools that can blend together the, the future is going to be design and coding and programming and web and video and it's all just going to be in a big mush you're not going to know where it starts and stops and which pieces come in when you when you think about how they make movies anymore mm-hmm. the cast is 35 people the crew is 50 people mm-hmm. and then there's 600 names after that vx people and they all made a movie yeah right and somebody's entire job was knowing how to make the wind blow yeah right yes yes exactly you know and i have to ask i have to say this i I'm amazed at, and it's something I don't know if we talk about a lot, but how East has changed so many educators' lives that, like yourself, who were teachers and became facilitators of East programs, and when you ask them about their lives, East is the highlight of their educational careers. And that is a huge, we we don't really talk about that a lot. That's a responsibility, and that's a that is a thing to carry, not just celebrate. So I'm going to tell you, um, I think the second phase training this summer, Mm -hmm. you work with teachers, also. So you second phase training this summer, uh, we had a really special group. I mean, they bonded really well and they started to do it. And for your listeners who may not understand the way we train facilitators is not listening to me tell stories. It's very up on your feet, uh, roll up your sleeves, get in. We're gonna we're gonna put you through your steps, but we're also not training you in the dance move. Mm-hmm. And when we got to the end of the week, because we do something kind of kind of special that always works, we bring the kids in and leave the room and let them let them grill them for about <laughs> an hour. And the 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 qualifications to be a student to be interviewed are you had availability and you agreed to do it we'll buy you lunch yeah (laughs) but they come from all over and you've met our kids they they feel a sense of belonging and responsibility so we've gotten through all this and we were doing the final debrief before we send them all off to storm the castle right and we had it we had a teacher a facilitator sitting up at the front of the room and as they were going through, the team was asking the questions and trying to get the feedback. And she just stuck her. She goes, hold on. When I walked in here, I thought I will do this because they're making me come this week. But I'm done. I'm leaving. I don't want to teach school anymore. I've done nothing but teach school the last couple of years in all kinds of circumstances. And everybody's, you know, everybody's expecting this out of me and this and that and something. She goes, and I'm done. And now, after this week, 
you ain't never going to get me out. Yeah. How many of y'all were getting ready to walk out? And like, yeah. guys, half the room, hands went mm-hmm. up. They were. It was one of those little, like, yeah, yeah. Mr. Chip smoked. And I'm just standing in the back of the room going, oh, crap. Because when you light those fires that way, when you can reignite their passion and their commitment to the thing they wanted to do in the first place when they showed up, you are helping do something great and powerful. And you know that the hundreds of kids that each one of them are going to interact with, they're not going to have a better year. They're going to have best year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of my former superintendents, Kenneth Mulder, called those people retreads because we retreaded that tire, and it's as good as new, and it's actually better. It's, you know, it's, it's yeah. road road weary and ready to rock and roll. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. and, and 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 that is a positive thing. You know, a lot of times people take that yeah, into a, a negative context, and no. it's not. This is a very positive, oh, yeah. Yeah. A very positive statement. That, that's what makes me excited. And and the the East facilitators that I meet, that's exactly their story. I mean, ninety nine percent. It's like this saved me. This brought joy back into my life and into teaching. And they just and you can tell it in their students in an East class. You can mm-hmm. tell it in their students. Um, our computers were cold burning when I did, and I only got to do it for three years before. Our founder uh, called my principal and my wife uh, in 15 minutes and thanked them for letting me quit my job. And I just wish he called me first. (laughs) I can tell you that that was an awkward conversation in the office. But I can tell you that I was I I was enjoying teaching. Mm -hmm. I I was. I was still kind of the goofball, throw stuff at them, and I knew, but, and I enjoyed it. I was prepared to do that for the rest of my career. But when these doors opened and I saw what back then, even what we thought was possible, yeah, it, 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 I, I, I don't want to overplay it, but there's a, there's a chapter in a book most people carry around that says, Hey, I got to go. I saw it. You know, Clarence Clemens quit his job because he he saw the future. Its name was Bruce Springsteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Slightly less messianic. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, I have to be the time cop here, and man, we've 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 wait, we've gone through it really quickly here. So, um, if you wouldn't mind for our listeners, will you share some information about how they can find out more about the East Initiative? I would love to. First, I want to make sure that everybody understands, especially here in the state of Arkansas, that the um, grant cycle for new East programs is open. And if they are interested and they will write Join East, J-O-I-N-E-A-S-T at eaststaff.org or call over here and ask for Tammy Baker, we can get them on the list and start working. We've got got grants to give away and we're excited about that. You want to see what's going on with the East? Um, our website is eastinitiative.org. Yeah. And um, we have just published, I think you can find that at the website or online and get on the mailing list, the revamp of um, our communications outreach called East Insight. Nice. We do this a couple times a year. It's bigger, it's prettier, there's more stories and better stories of the cool things that are going on all across the Eastverse. I mean, facilitators, students, here, conference, Education Unleashed, our training for teachers that aren't necessarily just East teachers. It's all in there and it's all pretty exciting. And for everybody that's dog in the state of education today, 
these are the places that if you go, you just feel better about the shape of the world and where it's going. Bingo. Hey, I also want to throw out there, if you're on social media, just hit the Google, type in East Initiative. You're going to find them on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. They're out there. And that's another great way to contact them and find out more about what the East Initiative can do for your students. Hey, Matt, thanks a million for coming on the show. Thank you so much, guys. You you know we you know we love uh, uh, getting to hang out with you, and we very much hope to see you and any of your listeners March twelve to fourteen this spring. East Con twenty four. It's uncharted. Awesome. We're going to work on it, and we hope to be there. Outstanding. Hey, thank you so much to Matt for popping into this episode. Talk to us all about what's going on with East. Yeah, you know, we never have enough time with Matt. You know, a lot of our a lot of our interviews, we don't have enough time. But, you know, with Matt, it's we could have probably talked another hour because, you know, we, I guess we know him so well. And there's so many different uh, facets of the East program and, and, and East initiative and what East does and kids and their facilitator teachers and educators. It's just, you know, the companies they work with and, you know, the schools they work with and all yeah, that. It's yeah. just, uh, anytime we've got a conversation where you're talking about what the students are ultimately doing, mm-hmm. it, it can just go on forever. Well, and, you know, there's the whole fact that, you know, we can sit there and we could all sing uh, different versions of uh, 80s tunes that, you know, Matt likes and we, <laughs> there, there is that we can do well. impressions and, you know, sing. <laughs> <laughs> that we say this every time we've been saving this for probably five six years that you know we're gonna let matt sing we used to do the google dab of the week you know but we probably need to let him do all of his impressions and send them all to us and we do a whole show where it's just, him it's just singing him doing all that. of that yeah <laughs> axel rose you know whoever the boss you know whoever he wants to do you know ella fitzgerald you got it you're the man you do it you handle it so. <laughs> ethel merman yeah. ethel merman <laughs> oh no yes that would just be <laughs> Ethel Merman. Uh, I'm, I'm curious to know how many listeners have any idea what we're talking exactly about. Exactly right. Yeah. He can do the Swifty version. There you there go. You it's go. the there Taylor Swift version. That's yeah. Right. The Shakira right. version. There we'll throw that. Lizzo. There. I'll throw out some names I know. The Lizzo version. I would pay. Well, it's funny because, you know, Lizzo is, is a flute player. So it would yeah. just be funny if we went, hey, Matt, can you do a Lizzo version? He goes, <laughs> <laughs> see, nobody got that either, probably. But hey, it was fun to say it. Hey, listen, don't forget to check us out on the web, www.edutechguys.com. Just go out to Google, type in edutechguys, any of your favorite social media. Search for us. We're out there. We're sharing stuff and sharing shows and good ideas and tech ideas and all that kind of good stuff. And don't forget to visit the East Initiative, E-A-S-T-I-N-I-A-T-I-V-E.org. Boy, I spelled I'm, it right. I'm impressed. Thank you, you spelled that off the top of your head. I was thinking really hard. Dude, that's a hard word, initiative. It is. It was, the, micro, the microphone was smoking that. Well, you know, it's funny with that Southern draw. East initiative. Oh, uh, initiative. Oh, uh, initiative. The East initiative. 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 Yes. Right. That's awesome. Take initiative, not initiative. Exactly. Same thing on any of your social media. Look up East initiative and you will find them on social media. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. While you're at it, you also want to check out stemchallenge.com. Oh, national stem challenge. National stem challenge.com. Sorry. National, I yeah, the national. A, and explore explr.com. Yeah. Check yeah. it all out, man. Check it out, man. <laughs> hey, I'm David Henderson. Hey, I'm Jeff Madlock. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to the EduTech Guys. EduTechGuys.com. This is Ross Romano from The Authority here on the B Podcast Network. It's the show where I interview people who know what they're talking about, and no matter your role, we have some recent episodes you won't want to miss.
I spoke with Mark Miller, international best-selling author and VP of high-performance leadership at Chick-fil-A, about his brand new book, Culture Rules. Kate Everly Walker, CEO of Presence and author of The Good Boss, joined the show. And we've had conversations with Baruti Caffelli, Peter DeWitt, Julie Evans, and many more. Join us each week for ideas to address your current pain points, new perspectives from authors you admire, and fresh takes from up-and-coming voices. Subscribe to the Authority Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.